This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk for this Monday. What a beautiful day it's been outside. My gosh. For August, Jeff Jordan's been around more August than I have. So, Jeff, you remember a nicer day in August than, than today? Uh, no. Today has been uh, – <laughs> let me get my headphones on. <clears throat> you we can were, hear me. I know you we can We were really me. running late today getting back here, weren't we? Uh, no, this has been the, this been the best August we've had since – Oh, 68, 69. <laughs> I don't know. It has been a beautiful day. That's Jeff, right. we see the starting line approaching for high school football. Yes. This Thursday night, as a matter of fact. Yes. Rockville, Laverne, and the county will kick it off, and uh, other teams will play on Friday, and one will play on Saturday, we think. Right? Everything always has to have that asterisk beside it. As of right now, that's the way things are. And, and you know, I, I, am a, I am a real – Stronger believer now than I was three or four weeks ago that we're going to get to the first game or two. I hope we get to the end. I really do. Uh, I don't. Well, it's very possible that everybody will not get to their first game this weekend, and and it is um, um, subject to change even probably as late as Friday morning, maybe. Very well, could I say this to everybody out there? If you've got a schedule in your hand, that's was not published the last two days. You probably need to pay attention to calling the school, checking it out, paying attention to WGNS or DNJ or whatever it might happen to be. The post, make sure you got the, the right game at the right place at the right time because I know several schools are playing teams differently than what their schedule shows. Uh, and the reason for that is because Clarksville schools, there were three games with Clarksville schools in our first two weeks with our teams that are not being played because Clarksville is not playing first couple of weeks. National schools are not playing the first couple of weeks, which affects a lot of our schools. And Jeff, we were talking off air. What does that mean for that region? I mean, we don't know. I don't think the national schools could possibly play before week five, which means they're going to miss a region game or two that will not be replayed, not be made up, and have no fault of Smyrna's and Laverne's. I think they, I do think they count as wins if it's a, as a, on their schedule. So it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a bit of a mess for those schools, for sure. I don't think there's any question. Um, I, I believe our, um, our our playoff thing is is two teams in it are going to go. 
No, I think we, I think we're wide open since we started. We're starting on time. We're going to play the whole thing. We're going to do four again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> we're starting. This is this is the real schedule. This is no okay. Uh, this is no revised schedule. Well, even, other than teams not playing. Even though. The, <laughs> well, I, okay. I thought the I thought finally we were going to do it the way we should be doing it all along. So the chances so are pretty not. good, in all honesty, mm-hmm. that Laverne, Stewart Creek, and Smyrna are going to make the playoffs. That, that's fine with me. <laughs> I, I can't say that for sure, but they're, they're going to be the only three teams that have played enough games to probably assure themselves of that. I don't know. Kane, Kane Ridge will likely be the choice pick in that region if they, in fact, play. But uh, we'll, we'll just have to see how it goes. Are you ready for me to at least read what we think is the schedule? Well, you're welcome to. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, as far as you know, everything is at 7 o'clock. As far as I know. As far as I know, it is as well. And the, <clears throat> this is the schedule, I think. I'm pretty sure. All right. Um, Blackman will go to uh, Al- Alcoa on Saturday night. Uh, remember that if you're going up there, or, uh, that's not going to be on the radio, I don't think. Um, if you're going up there, remember that's Eastern time now. So Correct. you lose an hour. And uh, you better have a ticket in your hand before you go, too. Uh, that's another I, thing we can talk about after this break. Might not be a bad idea. Um, that's th- this Saturday night. Now, uh, Friday night, despite what you may have read or heard elsewhere, Huntland is the opponent for Eagleville, and it's at Eagleville on Friday night. Um, Thursday night, Laverne is at Rockvale. Okay, that's Thursday night. Middle Tennessee Christian School. On Friday night is at White House Heritage. Uh, Oakland is hosting Hendersonville on Friday night. That'll be a WGNS game, as will the Laverne at Rock at, at Rockville game on Thursday night. So Oakland and Hendersonville um, at Oakland on on uh, on Friday night. Which brings us to Riverdale. They host CPA, uh, not Clarksville Northeast, but CPA. And uh, as far as I know, Siegel goes to Franklin. Uh, Stewart's Creek will go to Mount Juliet. I'm almost sure those two are right. Smyrna is scheduled to play East Nashville, and that's not going to happen. And I don't know if they have substituted in another game for that or not. If anybody knows, you're welcome to call WGNS right now, and we'll get you on the air. That would be wonderful. But, uh, yeah, not a lot of teams – I shouldn't say a lot of teams. Jeff, some of our teams in this – Mid-state area are not going to play ten games or nine games or eight games or seven, and some of us, like in Smyrna's case, let's let's say they don't have a, a game to play on that Friday night. That's no fault of their own. They just are playing a team that's not going to play that early. Right, and they've got um, we have we have to remember, and some people are still not used to this. I'm not saying that I am either, really, but uh, they're not in the same uh, region or district as as Riverdale and Siegel and Oakland and Blackman. So, uh, they play Nashville schools, and they're not in school. That's correct. And so, they will not be playing each other or in football in that district for a while yet. And you're exactly right. There's no time there unless you want to play two games a week, which nobody does. That's not going to happen. Uh, these games cannot be played. There's, there's no time to play them. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the procedure of going to a football game for fans in high school football the first week or two or three, probably for the foreseeable future, right after this on All Sports Talk. 
At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. I've been doing a new glaucoma procedure that just got FDA approved and approved by Medicare. McCabe Vision Center. Called a Zen Gel Stent. McCabe Vision Center. I'm recommending this now instead of any other glaucoma surgery. Zen Gel Stent. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. It's been a highly anticipated start to the prep football season, but it's finally here. Game week. Laverne travels to Rockvale to open up the season Thursday night. Wolverine's new head coach, Mike Woodward, says no seven-on-seven or scrimmages in just a few weeks of contact have made preparing for the season opener a bit of a challenge. Your initial response is, you know, look, our prep time is cut in half. You know, we got to get after it and get going and, and, and get all this stuff in, and it actually is just the opposite. Rockville coach Rick Rice says playing Laverne will be a great opportunity to see where his team is at. They're a really good football team. Uh, they're going to be coached up, but they'll be prepared. It's a great opportunity, like you said. Be sure to tune in for the first high school game broadcast since the coronavirus pandemic began. Thursday night, 6.30 pregame on WGNS Primetime Sports. Friday night, Oakland host Hendersonville. Pregame begins at 6.00. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Jeff, we did get a call about the Smyrna game with Pope John Paul, which when when you heard it and I heard it, we both nodded our heads, yes, we knew that. It just didn't come to our, our mind. Right, so I didn't remember call. it. I didn't remember it, and uh, and I appreciate the caller. I don't know who it was. He didn't leave a name or anything, but uh, I appreciate the call. Thank well, you. Well, that said, I, I was telling you just before we came on the air, it's really brought up some really good matchups. CPA and Riverdale is a really good matchup. It is. It wasn't scheduled originally. Pope John Paul and Smyrna, I think, will be a very good matchup that will take place. So these are good football games, uh, from a standpoint of, I don't think there's any mismatches at all. I, I, I agree with that. And if you if you like high school football and you can get by without it being necessarily being a district matchup or something, 
this would be a great week to go, but you are going to have to make a few changes in your plans, aren't you? Got to make a lot of changes in plan. Let's talk first about the changes in the football team's plans, Jeff. No spring practice. Right. I'm told that's not maybe as big a deal in high school as it might be in others in college to, to miss that. But certainly no seven-on-seven. Seven. I think they miss that as much as anything for those that don't know what that is. That's, that's when you're quarterback and your ends and, and whatever. It's, it's basically a passing game that you can compete against each other and try to get that kind of thing worked out. No scrimmages at all. So – Coaches are far more in the dark than they've been in any se- going into any season. Jeff, there's going to be some kids that will play on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night that have never seen the field and never seen the field against somebody else at all at the high school level. I think that's uh, – yes. I don't think there's any question that's going to happen at a number of positions. Sure. There's going to be a number of kids that have not, at least on the varsity level, have not played at all. Um, and coaches um, um, years ago – um, you might have a scrimmage and you might not. Right. No, you, you, uh, in, uh, but then um, the coaches started started to have one, and then some, then sometimes they would practice against somebody. Sure. Uh, and then maybe scrimmage them, um, um, that sort of thing. And pretty soon it got to where coaches and teams were having three and four scrimmages in their in their um, not in the spring but in the fall. Oftentimes, he did them very early in that practice. Yeah. You know, three, after three days of practice, you're yeah. doing it. And for me, from my standpoint, coaching basketball, those matchups that you could get with a coach that you really practice against each other. It's a scrimmage, but it's not a scrimmage. You can stop the game and you can say, I need you to play 1-3-1 one, one defense for the next five minutes so my kids can get used to them. Those are the kinds of thing, the things that I always got the most out of as opposed to keeping score on the scoreboard and worrying about who won and lost in a scrimmage situation. Well – I, I think I can say this and be reasonably accurate with it. Around here, uh, really, t- two coaches that I remember clearly kind of got to where they would have more than one scrimmage and then more than two, and that mm-hmm. would be Gary Rankin at Riverdale and Marty Overard at Oakland. Mm-hmm. Both of them were state championship winners, of course, and have won many since then. Um, and, well, as soon as a coach does something, and oh, as yeah. soon as they win, you know what happens. Oh, yeah. Everybody else follow copies. the leader. Yeah, everybody else copies them. So, and then the, we had Jamborees, which um, uh, was something that we broadcast here at, at um, WGNS for a number of years. I don't believe we have that anymore, um, which is kind of a shame in a way. But in another way, coaches didn't like them, but a lot of them didn't. They didn't want to do that. Um, and they wouldn't reveal anything, and the games were not um, – they, they were, as Gary Rankin would say, this is my vanilla offense. <laughs> kind of like the first preseason in the NFL football game. Really not worthy yeah. of much watching or – Right. He right. can't take anything from it. Exactly. But all that's been eliminated this year. And uh, the seven-on-seven seven thing, the passing league thing, is fairly new. It, it is. It, yeah. it, it hasn't been around a long time. Uh, but, of course, the passing game. Is um, and this is hard for people to believe that are not ancient, but the passing game used to be just sort of something that you you did every once Pretended. in a while. <laughs> yeah, you know. But now, of course, people throw it all over the lot if they've got a quarterback and somebody that can catch the ball. Um, you know, they they'll throw it and throw it and throw it. So a passing league is a good idea. Jeff, if I'm going mm-hmm. to a football game on this weekend mm-hmm. as a fan, what's going to be different this year than it's been in years past? Well. 
I'm not sure that we really know for sure, but we are going to social distance, right. and, and we are going to be limited in the number of people that are allowed in the gate. That's correct. Yeah, it will not be capacity. Each school is to figure out for themselves what that is, and that yeah. could be stretched a little bit in some places. Family units will be allowed to sit together, so right. you don't have to sit six feet away from your husband, even though you might want to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so capacity, Jeff, 50% or less, I, I would think, would be where that number is going to be. I know some schools are trying to put some bleachers maybe at different places in the end zones or whatever just to stretch that capacity because they really like to get as many people in. The second part of that is going to be, though, I think, a lot of people, because of what we're saying here, are going to choose not to go until they kind of see where, where it lands. Uh, social distancing, for sure, you must wear a mask Yes. To, to, to get into the stadium. You are going to be temperature checked to yes. get into the stadium. And as we mentioned before, if you, especially if you're making a trip all the way to Alcoa, I'd have a pretty good idea that I had a way to get in the stadium to, before I got there because of the limited number of tickets. I think all that's accurate. Uh, I, don't, I don't think there's any question about any of it. Um, the, um, the mask is still something that for whatever reason, I'm not really sure exactly why this is, so I'm, I'm telling you how I feel, I guess. I, I, I definitely believe that it's a good idea to do that. Uh, I, I, I really do. But there's a number of people that do not, sure. do not go along with that. They're certainly entitled to their opinion, uh, but I, they're not going to be entitled to their <laughs> to to not wearing a mask. I don't believe that. That's correct, uh, Jeff. To that end, our students are by, by school board decision are required, and faculty are required to wear masks during school. And what I've been told by some people that are in schools, teaching schools, happened to be a daughter of mine, a son-in-law of mine, uh, observation at Riverdale the other day that I was uh, just happened to be in the building. Kids seem to be accepting it and, and it's just moving on. Uh, I've heard very few issues have come from that. I heard from a teacher uh, today, uh, and I, I called her, and um, uh, she said that there was not a, not a problem. I called her over the weekend, not today. Uh, there was not a problem uh, Thursday and Friday, and she didn't expect it to be one this week. She said nobody had ever said anything about it. Now, I'm I, I'm not going to sit here and make up stories, uh, and <laughs> you know, and try to make us sound good. Yeah, we've had a problem or two with uh, with uh, some folks that had a doctor's note or that sure, kind of sure. thing. But but we're talking now in the neighborhood of of nearly thirty thousand people, plus staff, and uh, so that's a, that's another. Well, 5,000 if everybody's there, uh, and I'm talking about custodians and cafeteria and everybody, and uh, we've had very, very few problems. You would think with 20,000 students choosing the distance learning path as opposed to going to school, you would think that those that were just ab abjectly against wearing a mask, that would be the option that they would take. I'm not going to go to school. I'd like to go to school for other reasons, but I'm not going to wear a mask, so I, just, I guess I'll just have to stay in the distance learning route. Yes, and you know I don't obviously haven't talked to all those people. I, I, I'm not sure that the mask had anything to do with their decision. It may have. It, it may have. In some cases, maybe. But I'm, I'm yeah. like you. I don't think a lot of cases. I think they just felt like the mask is not enough. Yes. I'm just not comfortable going, as so I'm not going to go. Now, I, I cannot really argue with that. I don't know, and and they're certainly entitled to do exactly the what the school board offered them was an option, and they and they took option B, which is fine. And the players, by the way, are required to wear masks coming into the stadium, 
on the sideline unless they're playing. Once you're in active play, you the mask can come off, but they're going to have some, I'm sure, some masks that will pull down over their neck or this way up around so that when they come back off, and they're going to be off for a while. Uh, my understanding is, if Jeff, if you come off for one play and you're going to go back the next play, you can. You're, there's not going to be anybody requiring that or checking it out. But if you're one of those guys, that, like I was on the, on the basketball team, on the far end of the bench, <laughs> very likely not to play, uh, I would have been a mask wearer probably throughout most of my career. <laughs> <laughs> you would have more than one mask. You? You know. I would, I'd have one for every game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, and, and we've emphasized football here because that's, that's the big dog, right? Sure. But uh, we've got some other sports that are going to start pretty quick, too. Well, soccer, girls' right. soccer, uh, volleyball, uh, middle school tennis, golf has started already. They start two weeks ahead of everything else. It seems like I might be leaving something out. Cross country. Right. Cross country, Jeff, by the way, you would think of all the sports that that would be the, maybe the easiest one to social distance from because that's kind of the idea to get away from people. The problem they've got is they, they're used to now having going in for big meets, 6, 8, 10, 12, 15 teams. Well, the social distance problem before the meet and after the meet is such a huge problem that they feel like they, they've got to go back to the old ways of maybe running one or two teams in it. The problem is – Another problem is they, they don't have courses to run. Rutherford County has, I think, one course in the whole county because we're used to, to, to going to Nashville and uh, Macon County and some other places like that for these big meets. And they just don't have a three-mile course laid out to, to run on. It's in Smyrna, isn't it? Is that, I think that's right. Yeah. Um, gosh, I can't think of the name of that course. Um, I, I covered a meet there one time, but you're right. They do huddle up, and they, there is no starting line. There's there's kind there's kind of a starting sort of place. Yes, and everybody kind of groups in there together, and then you know, and then they start. Um, but they are all all within a foot of each well, other. Well, that that part of it they can fix a <laughs> little bit because they right. can have, you can start five guys in in ten seconds later, start five more, and you know, kind of call them up that way, and and, and run different clocks but the the problem of getting them there and keeping them socially distant for the 30 45 minutes prior to the meet obviously must be a problem and certainly at the end of that thing too so uh, they're going to try it there's absolutely they're trying every way that they can find to make sure they get some matches in all right let's uh take a break chip walters will give us the latest in blue raider land right after this WGNS. Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. It's busy, but it's moving on. 24 now coming back in from Davidson County into Rutherford County. Just stop and go out here on 231 over the interstate, headed back out towards Shelbyville. Sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard are quite busy as well. Princess Hot Chicken is the original hot chicken in Middle Tennessee. Check them out at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hey everybody, Edwin Lee Raymer here with the P.I. Show. We come to you every Sunday night from 8 until 10 p.m. We discuss some local politics, some national politics, and other issues just as they come aboard. So join us here every Sunday evening from 8 until 10 on WGNS. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615 615- 
893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costless. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance... Think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. All right, time for Chip Walters and the Blue Raider Insider Report. Go ahead, Chip. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk a little Blue Raider football and uh, where we are as compared to our last update last Friday. Uh, Nothing has changed at this point. It is full steam ahead at this point for the Blue Raiders in their season opener the weekend of September 4th and 5th against the Black Knights of the Hudson going to West Point to take on Army. The uh, other piece of news that came out over the weekend or the end of last week was that the NCAA did cancel uh, championships for fall sports uh, which for middle that uh, that affects volleyball, soccer, and uh, cross country. Conference USA has not uh, made any statement whatsoever whether or, or not they will uh, continue to play a conference schedule or whether all of it will move to the spring. Still waiting on some leadership there to uh, get information out on how the conference will handle that for soccer, volleyball, and uh, for cross country. Uh, football, the uh, back to football, the Blue Raiders participated in its first scrimmage this past Saturday. And though just over a week of fall camp uh, is in the books, things have looked a little different from procedural and equipment standpoints, along with new procedures like getting temperature checks before they enter facilities and holding team meetings outdoors. The Blue Raiders are utilizing some new equipment to help keep them safe. All coaches and staff are wearing masks while at practice and in meetings, and the players were 
wrapping new face shields on their face mask to give them another layer of protection. They also have their own water bottles and ice tubs have been replaced by several large trash cans so the Blue Raiders can be in their own ice after practice. Then after each practice, equipment staff disinfects all the players' equipment so it's ready for the next day. So that was all of the things outside of the football part, but Let's talk about the football part. It was on Saturday morning, and it's the first scrimmage since the last game of 2019 because spring practice never happened. It wasn't a normal scrimmage as the Blue Raiders ran only about 20 plays in a live setting, but it was a good barometer for Coach Rick Stocksell and the staff to see where the team is at after eight practices of camp. The play of the morning was uh, a long touchdown reception from sophomore wide receiver DJ England Chisholm, who took a screen pass to the right side around the defense and took it to the house. He flashed some big-time, uh, big-play ability as a freshman when he took a catch 80 yards for a score against Tennessee State, which was the longest catch for a true freshman in program history. With Zach Dobson leaving the program, it will be an opportunity for a player just like England Chisholm to step up and make a play. Well, while they haven't lined up for a true scrimmage in almost nine months, Coach Stock was pleased with what he saw from a from tackling and from an energy standpoint. His quote was, it was more of a practice than a scrimmage. We're limited at certain positions, so he didn't want to stress those positions too much. He said, we got out of it healthy and the energy level was good. He said, I thought we tackled good for our first time doing live tackling and had a uh, couple of explosive plays in there. I was overall pleased with where we are at uh, at the point on Saturday and through eight practices. The Blue Raiders will have another scrimmage coming up, but their attention and preparation goes to that option attack of Army that will be played in West Point on September 4th or 5th. All right, that's what we've got for today. We'll have more coming up for you tomorrow. Thank you so much, Chip, for that report. Uh, Appreciate the deal, uh, Jeff. I'm I'm excited and depressed about Middle Tennessee opening the season at Army. Excited about the the prospect of playing Army. I think it's a good matchup. It's one that uh, at West Point is going to be great for the, the the kids, the players, and whatever. That is a place that I have much, very much wanted Middle to schedule. And when they did, I would be on the first plane going out. They're there. I don't think I can go, and that's a, that's the depressed part of it. I'd, I'd really love to see that football game. I take that back. I'd like to see the football game. I think I can probably see it on te- television. I'm going to guess we will. I can see the game, but I'm not going to be able to get the pageantry that uh, that yeah. I know that I'd want to soak in. What you want to do is, and I have never been. Um, I have talked to people who have, and um, that the, there are just certain places in this country, I guess. I wouldn't know them all, but certainly places in this country that you want to you want to see, you want to spend a weekend there anyway. And sure. Tour and look, and uh, uh, um, I know that the uh, well the pageantry at Notre Dame lasts for three days. Yeah. Starts on Thursday afternoon, and uh, that's just something that's just unbelievable. I'm told. Well, I'm also told that the the army situation and. On the Hudson River and all that, uh, West Point and everything is just stunning. Um, uh, just a beautiful, beautiful place. A place that I missed out on that I didn't recognize until after it was over, and I had several people tell me, Bud Morris, Bob Lamb, amongst them, that the Texas A&M 
yeah. middle games experience was something very, very, very special. And that's a game I could have gone to and just did not recognize really what it could have been all about. That said, that's one I regret that I didn't go to. Well, the Aggies are uh, are, are still a, a military school. Yes, they are. That's and, right. Uh, and, and, and they have a considerable pageantry connected with anybody they play. Um, so anyway, I but I, I am glad to see us play them and uh, uh, Army and I, I hope it's on television. I, I, I certainly hope it will I've be. got an idea that any, anybody playing on – well, they, they've got the option yet. They haven't decided whether they're going to play on Friday or Saturday. My guess is if the right television deal comes along, Army's got the vote in that for sure. Middle's not going to swing that vote, but Army certainly can. Uh, I'm going to guess it's going to be on television for sure. Well, I hope so because I, I certainly would like to watch. Uh, and – We've all kind of agreed here that that one thing you know about when you play uh, uh, Army or Navy, either one of them, uh, our Air Force or the Coast Guard, by the way, we have a really good team most years. Uh, you know, on on Sunday morning that you played a football game the day before. That's you right. might you might have won it, you might have lost it, but you know you. And played. the pigskin will have less airtime than most games, right? <laughs> That's correct. It's it's pass and then. And then maybe a quarter or two later, you might see another pass. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. All right, Jeff, let's take a break. We'll come back. And we, we probably need to talk a little bit about Major League Baseball. And uh, NBA uh, playoffs started today, by the way. Are you aware of that? I was not aware. <laughs> I don't care. All right, we'll take a break. Come right back. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Speaking of baseball, Braves baseball will follow us today at 5.55 for the pregame show as they take on the Nationals. I think that's who you said. Yes. My Cincinnati Reds, Jeff, are in COVID jail right now. Oh, really? Yeah, they've, they've missed the last two games, and uh, I think it was going to be announced today whether they get to play tonight or not. I really have, have not looked at the news, but one of their players tested positive, oh, and so they have to sit out and do this and do that. The Cardinals, I think, have played, what, six games or seven, something like that? They haven't played many. No, I, I watched them on TV the other day, and the, the announcer said that's the first game they've played in a number of days. Uh, I, I I don't know. We're, we're dodging bullets left and right. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I, I I think I know there's going to be a champion. I mean, there will be. There will, assuming we play, there will be a World Series champion. 
there'll be a batting champion, a Cy Young Award winner, and all that kind of stuff. But it's always going to be remembered forever and ever as the year of the well, virus, and it's not going to mean as much to a lot of people, including me, by the way. And baseball is meant to be. A, a, a long marathon taking the summer. That's the type of game. Well, I've seen games that were a long marathon. Well, I have too. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, can you avoid injuries? Can you, all that kind of stuff. And I, I think what you can do in 60 games, uh, um, I think you can have a lot of surprises in, in, in just a very short period of time. July 1, I didn't think anything would start. Baseball, soccer, NBA, hockey high school football for sure but each of them have made it to the starting line high school football is not quite there yet nfl is not quite there yet i shouldn't say they've made it to the starting line they're, they're awfully close to that high school is for sure i am concerned that we're going to make it to the finish line in 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 all or, or some or all of those sports. i am too yeah uh the the, uh, the the predators didn't last long uh and uh, I think they won one playoff game, I believe. They won, yeah, lost uh, right? best, um, best of five series, three to one. They yeah. Lost that. Um, and I tell you, I think, uh, I believe that uh, uh, the executive and general manager down there, I believe he's had enough. I, I think he's, I think, I think they're about to uh, get rid of, uh, get rid of some of these players that uh, have great reputations and have had some great years in the past, but are not producing. And I believe he's had enough. Jeff, I could be my, wrong. My theory on on ticket sales, especially in revenue, is you can sell fans on two things: winning mm-hmm. and hope. I think hope is gone for the players that are on the Predators team. For most fans, I'm not one of them. I'm not a big Predators fan, but it would be hard for, for I think the true fan to say I'm going to go back out and support that team in the same way that I did, because I I, I know this this team is going to get it done. So. Uh, pro- the product's not there right now that, that's produced. So hope is what you can sell. You can go around the, the, the block with that. So we shall see what happens with that. Of course, uh, Braves, pretty good start, Jeff, for, for the Hotlander Braves. Yes, I, I, I think they're they're in it. They're doing well. Um, I think um, they have some starting pitching problems, which is always bad no matter how many games you play a year. But if they can get that worked out, I think they're pretty strong everywhere else, defensively, and they they're all right with the hitting. They, that, that'll that'll also improve. I, I think they're going to be okay. Bullpen's good. Playoff system this year is expanded. Top two teams in each division get to go, plus a couple wild card teams. So more than half the teams, Jeff, that are playing are going to be in the playoffs some way or another. Right, I, I, and I think it's going to be. A very interesting thing. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's it's entirely different. The the, the way you break a tie, the seven inning games, and double headers, uh, and then the COVID thing, uh, which uh, which if that had happened during the regular year, and uh, unless say six people got the flu, you know, let's just say that happened, and it really, it, I guess, it has happened where where people sure. sickness got to a team. Well, you just call people up and you keep playing. There's none of these excuses. Well, we we, we can't play because we might give you the flu. Right? I mean, you just play. Well, not not anymore. Now now we take the whole week off, which messes up everybody's schedule. It's, it's It's a different time. It's a different thing.
that's very much the case. I had a thought in my mind and it's just gone away already. Hmm. That, that, what's that a sign of? Well, that, uh, you want to check my temperature? <laughs> <laughs> well, we did have a, a, a situation which I, I wouldn't mind commenting on if you want to, and that's, and that's the Oakland probation. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, I, um, I, we, I don't know that we really absolutely for sure know what happened, uh, but uh, evidently there was a post online about a player coming to the Oakland team from Brentwood Academy. Who happened to land on the Oakland team from Brentwood Academy. Yeah. and Very uh, good player, by the way. Yeah. it's. A, I, I could say something, you know, really um, a cutting remark like, well, the, my golly, the traffic was actually going the other way this time. I, <laughs> but anyway. Let's, you wouldn't say that, would I you? I wouldn't say that. But, you know, let's move on. I, I will, I'll say this. Um, I don't know if the fans are aware that uh, Oakland was punished because of this post. And, um and I guess rightly so, uh, uh, but really they weren't harmed by it. They will make uh, adjustments to this, uh, and, and the punishment will last two years. And there's there's two things I think we can, and they were fined a thousand dollars. Well, there's two years probation. Two years probation, and they will uh, that thousand dollars could be paid by any number of people. Yes. All right, and. Uh, but um, and the punishment. Does that kind of stuff happen, Jim? Yeah, I think it does. Um, <laughs> but there's two things you need to remember: one, Oakland still can go to the playoffs, and two, the, the young man in question, who I do not know, and maybe a multi, I'm told is really a good football player. He will be in. He will play for Oakland. Yes. So Oakland hasn't hasn't been harmed here, uh, particularly. Um, maybe embarrassed a little bit. People don't care. They're not worried about that. Uh, I will say this, though. And I've said this a thousand times. If 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 the team of us double A, and I'm not saying they did the wrong thing. I'm not saying that at all. No, please don't don't interpret it that way. But I'm saying if they want to investigate recruiting in the state of Tennessee, they can go just about anywhere they want to go in the state, which they do not do. Right. And they can investigate recruiting. They don't have to stop at Oakland High School. Uh, they can go a lot of places and a lot of sports, and of course they don't have the staff to do this. That, 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 that's going to be my point. No, there's no, there's no way to do it. Uh, there's just too much of it going on, and uh, and I'm, I would assume they know some of it, but they can't prove it, and it's you'd be tied up in court every day. So there well, you go. I had a uh, situation as athletic director for the school system. An email came to me last week about. A player at such and such schools, out of zone, should not be there. Blah, blah, blah. What do we got to do about that? And what I do is I contact the principal of the school in question and say, please check it out and go from there. Uh, as far as investigating, Rusford County Schools has yet to put that in the budget as far as having a, <laughs> a bunch of investigation. But right. this, sadly, I think we all recognize that there are some shady deals that do take place, whether it's Shady from the coach's standpoint or the school standpoint or the kid's standpoint or the family standpoint. Uh, it, th- those kind of things do happen more than we want to, to know, I guess. Yes, I, I, I assume that that's true. And there's, of course, a lot of rules and regulations practicing out of, out of season. I mean, it's just all kinds of different things that you could recruit. And when you've got, you've got 17, in some cases more than that, sports at the school. And, uh, and we need to remember, too, that um, – uh, coaches 
really, and this is just sort of my experience here. I guess I could be wrong on this, uh, at least to a certain extent. But coaches are are not the number one recruiter at correct. their school. That is absolutely correct. It's usually somebody that's not even at the school. Do you agree with that? I do. And they, those people can get you in so much trouble and never have their name in the newspaper. And let me make sure we add this, too. Sometimes it's just the program itself that it recruits kids. I mean, True. You, you, no, nothing's been said at all to any kid about it, whatever. But if if I'm a kid, let's let's take the young man that came in from Indiana last year that played at Oakland, quarterback, Cody Sparks, was it? I think so, yes. I don't know this for a fact, but if I were in that situation and I had a pretty good football player, what would I do if I was going to move to the Murfreesboro area? I'd look around for the best football program and school. I mean, but – I think I think that's that's when the programs recruit kids just by being a good program, uh, a good school, a good football program, a good coach, all those kind of things. That's why it's so important to be as good as you can be because when those kids come along, you want to be at least in the in the hunt for those parents that are looking around for a school to go to. And let's expand on that just a little bit. I know we know the local people here, and we know uh, coaches and. And, and programs and their success for many, many years. But if you were out of state and you were you were going to move to Tennessee or whatever and you were going to go to the Maryville area, let's just say, sure. and you wanted to play football and you were a really good football player and you wanted to play, where would you enroll? Maryville or Alcoa? They have sure. open zoning. Sure, exactly. Do what, do whatever you want. And so to, to your point of, of, of schools, just by existing and being successful – if that's if that's recruiting, I don't know what they're supposed to do. <laughs> do the best, be as good as you can, and, and and hopefully you do attract those kinds of kids. Yeah. Now, Jeff, back in the good old days, you and I both accused of bringing old time radio back to, to <laughs> sports talk, and we and we do. A good player in Charlestown, Indiana, was going to go to Charlestown High School because mm-hmm. he didn't really know to, to go to Bloomington, or he didn't know to go to. New Albany. He didn't know to go whatever. He, I, I'm in Charlestown. That's where we go to school. And that's the way it was. The good players, bad players, whatever it was. But that's, that's changed an awful lot. And sometimes I think it's changed for the detriment of the sport itself because it's really difficult for the programs that are down to climb up there and take that spot. And because it's pretty clear, Jeff, if a kid is moving into the area and they're looking for a good basketball program, a good soccer program, whatever it happens to be, if you've been losing for the last three, four, five years in a row, you're probably not going to be in the hunt for that kid. Uh, not because you get a ch- chance to go recruit them at all, but you're just not going to be considered much because they look at that record and they look at whatever. So the rich are going to get richer and the poor are going to get stay poor. It's very difficult to climb out of that hole. And I think um, I think the points that we've made here today apply to, to, uh, to college sports. Uh, as well as professional sports. Oh, yes. Now, of course, you've got a huge amount of money sure. in place. But, I mean, I, I don't see superstars um, uh, on various teams just dying to go to D- Detroit. I mean, they've never been in a Super Bowl, and 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 they have a history of losing. Sure. Uh, and I don't see anybody doing that. And they, where do they want to go? Well, they you know, they, they look at the successful teams and – and let's let's make sure we throw in the successful schools and school systems, which is something we can very much be proud of here, yeah. is that Rutherford County schools are going to be the beneficiary because 
we're oftentimes picked over a Coffee County, a Warren County, whatever it happens to be. We're going to be right at the top of the list for people to at least consider going to school here someplace and pick your school. But that's because the school system is very good, and congratulations to us for doing that. All right, we've been given the high sign that we need to get off our soapboxes. Braves, Nationals. Bring on the Braves and the Nationals on uh, WGNS Radio. Thanks so much. I want to mention First Bank, by the way, uh, sponsor of our last segment of this show. Good folks at First Bank. All right, let's wrap it up and be out of here. Braves baseball is up next. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.